0: views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers.
3: Great to be connecting with each and every one of you. Oh, my gosh. You know, what happens when you say yes to the universe? What happens when you decide to let go of the things in your life that you think are not working? Or what happens when you stop comparing yourself to others? I mean, do we really have the ability to understand our lives in a way where we learn how to heal ourselves, where we learn how to manifest the things we want? Well, this is really an interesting conversation. It has been an interesting journey for me. But before we get jumping here today, I want to say hello to Mr. Benny. Hi, Mr. B. Hi, Pat. Uh, enjoying great weather where you are?
4: Yes, it's beautiful out here.
3: Well, it has been cloudy ever since I arrived in New Jersey. For those of you that are wondering where I am, I am in New Jersey. And the difference between cloudy and New Jersey, what do you think the difference in, in between... Cloudy in New Jersey and cloudy in Seattle might be.
4: Uh, Low versus high, along with some uh, rain showers mixed in there, too. Yeah, that as well as 30
3: degrees Mm -hmm. in
4: temperature. That'll work.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like being 100 degrees and having 100% humidity. How does that feel for you?
4: Oh, man, I'm glad I'm sitting right where I am.
3: (laughs) I had forgotten all along that, you know, you're never really alone when you're sitting outside at least in the part of New Jersey that I live, you can always be sure that you are accompanied by at least 10 to 20 mosquitoes. You ready for that? (laughs) Always. Always. Oh, my God. Did you have a good weekend, Benny? I did. Thanks very much. Well, we have a great show. You know, many of us, we say yes to a certain uh, journey in our lives. And, you know, along the way, we think we know why we're saying yes. We think we know why we're on the track that we're on. And then all of a sudden, we find that there's more for us to do, probably in directions and ways that we never thought about before. And that's a a conversation I get to have with David Emerald today. Ted, The Empowerment Dynamic for Diabetes, A Health Empowerment Story with author David Emerald. Now, David, as many of you know, You know, he has joined us several times uh, here on the Dr. Pat Show. And as a matter of fact, as a regular, he's a consultant, facilitator, executive coach. You know, he is uh, an amazing, amazing contributor to the world of communication and leadership. And, you know, he's also a prolific author. And you'll hear in a minute why he is so good at what he does. You know, but he's also... Uh, presented an innovative psychological and social paradigm model called TED, the Empowerment Dynamic. Today, you're going to get to hear how David has used and is using at the absolutely incredible incredible outcomes that TED has produced for countless people over the world to battle type 2 diabetes and why this is such an important conversation. David, thank you for joining us. Welcome to the show.
2: Thank you, Dr. Peck. Good to be with you again.
3: You know, let's talk about how that long and winding road, you know, you think you're going to go down one path, you think you're going to live one life, you're doing an incredible service in the world as a consultant facilitator, and now you find yourself talking about type 2 diabetes. What the heck happened to put you in that direction?
2: Uh, That's a great question. And... um... And the reality is that if we, well, when we were talking a couple of years ago, what I was planning on doing uh, was to uh, begin a series of application books applying uh, TED to like organizations and, and our home life. And that's still part of the, the long term vision. Um, but the reality is that uh, when The Power of TED, the, my first book, came out, uh, now about six years ago, shortly after the book came out, I was um, quite surprised when I went for my annual physical to um, have my doctor tell me that he needed to uh, declare me a, a, as having type 2 diabetes. And um, and I was floored because I, even though knowing what I know now, I should have seen it coming, I didn't see yeah. it coming. And, um and what happened was about 18 months ago, uh, my co-author, Dr. Scott Connard, and I can tell you more about uh, our relationship here in a few minutes, but he had been after me for years. He learned about uh, the power of TED when I presented to a, um, uh, a graduate leadership program that he was a part of. And he started adopting the TED practices and principles in his medical practice and he found out that I uh, had been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes and had been after me for years to uh, to apply TED to health empowerment in general and to use diabetes and my experience with diabetes as the focal point. And um, about 18 months ago now, we, uh, we meaning uh, my wife Donna, who you know, and I were uh, in Dallas, Texas, where Dr. Conard is and where there's quite a uh, community of folks who use the, the power of TED. And we were having lunch and he, he looked at me and said, uh, so when are we going to write this book on uh, Ted for Diabetes? And then he looked at Don and said, I've only been after him for years and I uh, to, to do this. And I think I surprised him when I looked at him and said, I think I'm ready. And um, that began the journey of writing this book and, and frankly forcing me to practice what I preach and teach when it, uh, in the domain or the area of. Uh, personal health?
3: Well, this is really kind of really a story that I hear so often. I mean, you and I, uh, you know, we're kind of doing different things, but we're actually not different in what we've learned to say yes to. You bet. Um, I mean, you, you go down one path and you think, okay, this is what my life is going to be like. But then all of a sudden, you have an experience in life you know, whether it's in my case, you know, you get hit with a mystery disease or in your case, you're talking about diabetes, but you you, you become somebody that seems to be called to tell a story. How does it feel to be called to tell the story? You know, what, what, what does it mean uh, for you, David, to stand in the power of your yes around this?
2: Well, wow, what a great question. Um. What it means is, first of all, it, it's it's caused me to go to yet another level of vulnerability and to to share my story um, with others. And as I'm I'm sure you know, the reality is that um, that diabetes, especially type two diabetes, has is really be, uh, now at epi or at epidemic proportions, and that uh, there are some estimates that uh, 13% of the population uh either has type 2 diabetes or is uh, has has prediabetes and many of them don't know that we heard right. a startling statistic um, that came out from the CDC just about 2 months ago that the estimate is that if we continue as a society and a culture on the same track that we're on um that children born after the year 2000, that one third of them will develop diabetes in the course of their lifetime. And so wow. um, I I really feel um, both challenged and honored um, to be a part of this conversation that needs to happen um, if we are to uh, reverse or to uh, to change the tide of of that reality. And, um, you know, I, I had a, I was having a conversation with a, a friend, uh, actually up on Woodby Island, um, probably about a year ago now, and uh, th- that we were well in the process of, uh, of uh, writing the book, Dr. Connor and I, uh, in writing the book, and this uh, friend of mine looked at me and said, so why do you think you got diabetes? Wow. And I looked at him, I said, what do you mean? He said, so you could write this book this book needs to be written. And what what is unique about the book, um, Dr. Pat, is that what we have found is that there is really nothing that we're aware of that we could find that address the psychospiritual relationship one has with a health challenge. And, again, this can be applied to any health challenge. Uh, just so happens that, that my health challenger, to use TED language, my challenger uh, is type 2 diabetes. and. Um, right. Uh, so I do feel called, and I do feel that uh, there is a larger purpose, if you will, um, for my having to come face-to-face with uh, this this health challenger that is so big in our culture.
3: Well, this is really why you and I are having this conversation, and thank you for sharing those statistics, because what I love about statistics is whatever you just said there's probably a 50% more factor of people that haven't reported. I mean, type 2 diabetes is kind of tricky, isn't it? It is. I mean, you have to actually show up and have somebody do blood work in order for you to figure out that that's what you have. But in your estimate, David, I mean, how many people um, are probably walking around with type 2 diabetes and don't even know it?
2: Exactly. And and actually the, the estimates are... I don't have the, the statistic off the top of my head, but the the number of people that are walking around with type 2 diabetes, uh, or at least pre-diabetes, and don't know it, is huge. And you're absolutely right. Uh, you either go in and have blood work done, or what will happen, in fact, uh, so happens that my editor, who is an insulin-dependent type 2 diabetic, um, or a person with diabetes, we're, we're very careful to refer to people with diabetes rather than a diabetic so I slipped there because um, having diabetes is not an identity but it is a, a health challenge and Roy Carlisle who's my my editor who um, is insulin, insulin dependent uh, type 2 um, and is one of the most uh, activated patients or empowered patients you could you could meet he knows more in some cases he knows he knew more about type two diabetes than even Dr. Connor did, and the way he found out that he had type two diabetes was that um, and this is years ago that he started having trouble with his vision, and he went to see his eye doctor and his eye doctor examined him and said, uh, "Have you had a physical lately and Wow um, he, he then went to have a physical, and uh, it was because of his vision, so a lot of people are walking around now. They have some tingling in their feet, which is uh, called um, uh, diabetic neuropathy, where the, the nerve endings in the feet start to uh, have trouble. Or there are wow. various uh, signals that people could pay attention to, but they often do go unnoticed.
3: Wow. I mean, this is really the conversation for so many people today. I mean, what if you are actually walking around with type 2 diabetes? What does it mean? You know, what does it mean for each and every one of us to figure out how to live the best and optimal health we can? What has David put together when we come back? We'll be talking about this incredible story. We'll be talking about this fabulous book that he wrote. Um, we'll be talking about whether it's a story about David or it's a story about Joe. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show.
1: Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, and I want to share something amazing with you. If you're sick of information and ready for an extreme transformation, then check out world-renowned energy healer Ann Taylor at FasterQuickerBetter.com. She's been creating miracles in tens of thousands of people's lives for over 16 years, and I'm one of those people. You, too, can easily do the same by simply listening to her recordings. If you want to miraculously eliminate fears, worries, and negative beliefs, then you owe it to yourself to purchase her amazing package, which includes over 50 pieces of healing work. Thanks to Ann's 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Hurry over to FasterBetterQuicker.com and finally experience the quantum leap in consciousness that
5: you truly deserve. Holistique Medical Center is where you find it all, a healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistique Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404.
0: Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866 903 MIND. Visit cellularwisdom.com. That's cellularwisdom.com.
6: Gratitude asks Sacred Space, tell me, who are you? I would like to meet you and get to know you better. Gratitude responds, I am that which embraces each atom of your universe. I am that which makes your environment vibrate with very high frequency. I am that which attracts towards you all the hearts that you shelter. Wouldn't it be wonderful to allow yourself to bathe in the energy of your own sacred space every single day? Learn how to create your inner sacred space using our Essence of Gratitude Trio, which includes the Gratitude in Action, Actions of Gratitude book our Essence of Gratitude journal, and our bungee bookmark, all which emanate powerful vibrations that transform your life in health, creativity, wealth, and enriched relationships. Visit our Gratitude Living Boutique at explorationgratitude.com.
3: Welcome back. For more information about the Dr. Pat Show, go ahead and go to drpatlive.com. For more information about Transformation Talk Radio, that's easy, too. Go to transformationtalkradio.com. We're so thrilled to have uh, David Emerald joining us here today. Today's show, for those of you out there, Ted. The Empowerment Dynamic for Diabetes, a Health Empowerment sto- Story with author, consultant, you name it, David Emeril joining us here today. Um, you know, we've all gotten to hear of why, you know, this is such an important conversation to have. Diabetes, uh, you know, David, has risen to an epidemic status. Um, and, and not just with the 26 million people, um, you know, that are reporting it, but some um, estimates say that, you know, this number is way, way, way high, higher than we even imagine. I think that you mentioned in some of your notes that over 4,000 Americans are diagnosed with diabetes each day. Uh, But out of all of these people, David, you know, I want to get to the story of whether this book is about you or is about a character named Joe. But more importantly, what is it we all learn about diabetes, whether or not we can heal ourselves, we need to do something different. It's almost as if, uh, David, the journey is is more powerful than the end result, isn't it?
2: It certainly is. And and to answer your question about the, the story, Dr. Pat, the, yep. the story both is and isn't my story. The, the story that revolves around a character named Joe. Whose experience is um, reflective of a lot of my experience, um, but you know, one of the things that, uh, as a, going to be a little bit longer answer for the question that you just teed up is, you know, I think it it's, um, may be useful for me to to share what I had to really face in writing this book, uh, because yeah. as I told you uh, in the first segment. Uh, uh, about 18 months ago, finally agreed with uh, Dr. Scott, as we call him, to uh, to co-author this book. And as we started into the writing, I'd been working on it off and on for, oh, six weeks or so. And I came home one day to Donna, and I said, you know, I'm really struggling with this. And she said, why? I said, well, I just realized that I'm really out of integrity in writing this this book of applying Ted, the empowerment dynamic, and what I call adopting a creator orientation to to diabetes, because frankly, I my relationship with my diabetes has really been out of a victim orientation and a victim perspective. And um, I, I, I was lucky in that my type two diabetes was diagnosed uh, fairly early, so I didn't have a, a real progressed case, and and I grateful to say that I was able to manage my diabetes well, that I, I kept it within the range that um, that my doctor and medical professionals would say is well-managed diabetes. But part of the victim orientation is that we ride what, in the book, we refer to as the roller coaster. Uh, and the roller coaster comes from the fact that, and, and I'll use weight as an example that a lot of the scale. We don't like what we see. We see it as a problem. We engage our anxiety. And from that anxiety, we start to watch what we eat and and exercise more. And then the weight starts to come off. We start to have success. And in the victim orientation, what happens is as we start to to, uh, have success, our anxiety diminishes and we actually lose energy for action. And so we fall off the or we go on holiday or a vacation and we let ourselves kind of slip and then we don't get back to it. Well, that was my relationship with my diabetes is that that I do what I was supposed to be doing, my numbers, to use the language in, in the diabetes community, my numbers, my, my A1C, which is a major measure, my, my uh, fasting blood sugar would improve. And then I would let things kind of slide and then the numbers would come back down and I would get reengaged. And uh, even though I had kept things within a fairly healthy range, I still had that up and down roller coaster relationship. And I realized that uh, in that conversation with Donna, how much I had been in relationship to diabetes, uh, seeing myself as a victim to it, and really living uh, in relationship with the diabetes out of that victim orientation.
3: You know, I mean, it's kind of like a catch-22, isn't it, David? I mean, you know, this is something that's very near and dear to my heart. I mean, we definitely are hearing more information about, you know, type 2 diabetes, what it is. But many people don't know the difference between type 2 diabetes and type 1. Um, and, and, And how what you've created in TED, you know, will help people along the way. I mean what are the myths around type two diabetes, and what is actually the truth?
2: Well, first of all, the the great distinction between type one and type two type one uh, diabetes, which is often not always but often diagnosed um, uh, it's often referred to as juvenile diabetes, is when the pancreas uh, is no longer functioning, the pancreas is not processing sugar at all and uh, and therefore uh, the need for insulin uh, comes in. Type two diabetes. Is when the the pancreas is no longer effectively processing uh, sugar, and um, and there can be it can be uh, actually normalized with, with diet and exercise. It can be uh, normalized with um, with oral medication, which uh, mm-hmm. I eventually went on. And then uh, as it progresses, uh, very often uh, one will like my my editor Roy. Uh, Will go to a stage of being insulin dependent, but here 's the myth is that the one of the myths is that once you are diagnosed with type two diabetes that it's that it 's going to be a progressive disease and untreated it is a progressive disease and can lead to to kidney problems and circulation problems and the 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 horrible images people having amputations because of nerve damage et cetera and that is is definitely a possibility but and then the other thing is that uh for that there are some genetic components, but a lot of type two diabetes for a lot of people is lifestyle induced it's the the kind of um you know the terrible diets that a lot of us uh, uh find ourselves you know reaching for those convenience and comfort foods et cetera and actually um uh, Dr. Scott and some of his colleagues uh, used to me a wonderful image or a very useful metaphor or image to diabetes, and they refer to, to, to the diabetes escalator and that, that that we start on that escalator in the stage of prediabetes. And if we don't take measures, if we don't um, uh, respond to the prediabetes, we'll start going up that escalator until we uh, find ourselves the escalator really experiencing full-blown diabetes but here's here's the thing that we also know is that by really focusing on creating health and taking the the appropriate baby steps the escalator can be slowed down the escalator can be uh, can be stopped for some people and for some people uh, and not everyone can do this but for some people the the escalator can actually be reversed Wow
3: And – go ahead. You know, one of the things I want to say is now, you know, you're talking, as if I might say, you're talking from the creator mindset, correct?
2: I am now, yes. (laughs) But, again, I wasn't when I started writing. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. And, you know, that's why I wanted to point that out. That's the power of TED. And I wanted to point that out for, for everyone because, you know, this whole idea of creator mindset, I mean, many of you listening to the show, you've actually heard a number of different shows around this about what it means to live in the world of possibilities and not in the world of problematic uh, and conclusions. And that's really the foundation for TED as well, isn't it, David?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely, and and in fact, to, to kind of complete the the story uh, mm-hmm. and and my shift into a creator orientation um, in relation to my health is that as I got clearer about the fact that I had been reacting to my diabetes as a as a victim from a victim orientation uh, through great coaching from uh, from my wife Donna, who is a coach, uh, she said, "So what is it that you really want? What is it you really want to create?" Which is the essential question that we ask in shifting from a victim space to a creator space and as I sat with that I said well what I really want to create is optimal health of my life and see in the victim orientation we're focused on problems and we want to get rid of her away from the problems. what she helped me do was to shift to what is it that I wanted to create and then the very uh, a very central question is if I had what I wanted, which I defined as optimal health. How would I know it? And and it became things like I would wear the same size jeans that I wore in college. I'm not there yet, but that's part of the vision. Um, That I would have more energy, that Show. oh is he really well he, yeah he, he was
3: he... Uh, last year me here today. When we come back, we're going to talk about how this incredible model, how Ted has helped David through not just go through the process of identifying where he is in terms of his mindset, but then how do we look at life's challenges? How do we look at something like diabetes? How do we look at something like Lyme disease? How do we look at like something like you know chronic fatigue or fibromyalgia or cancer? How do we look at this and use this model that David has created to help us look at how to become more resourceful and how to take action in our lives. David Emerald. everyone, we're going to take a short break. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
1: I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of The Dr. Pat Show
6: To claim it all, go to AspireMag.net today. No purchase necessary and live an inspired life.
4: Change your coffee experience forever with Kamano Island Coffee Roaster. Fair trade, certified organic, shade-grown, delicious coffee. The Kamano Island Coffee Roasters are giving back. Receive a free pound of the most popular single origin coffee, Papua New Guinea, to the first 250 callers. The number is toll-free 855-438-8671. Just pay 8.95 shipping and handling and you can try triple certified coffee for yourself. The number is toll-free 855-438-8671. This is a free pound of coffee that retails at 16.95. Once you've tried this coffee, you will automatically be enrolled in the Coffee Lovers Club for free and will always receive free shipping and nearly 30% off retail of your coffee orders. This coffee is going to knock your socks off. That number again is 855-GET-TOP-1. We say top one because this coffee is the top 1% grade. That's 855-438-8671. Hey, everybody.
3: Welcome back. Welcome back. For more information about David Emerald, for more information about the book, for more information about Ted for Diabetes, let's make it really easy. Go to www.tedfordiabetes.com. That's www.tedfordiabetes.com diabetes.com and uh, you're going to find a lot of information please uh, make sure that you get a copy of this book if you want to get educated informed and you know figure out how you can turn a diagnosis into a decree for freedom. David thank you so much for joining me here today I know we've been chatting uh, you and I have had numerous conversations about TED but I, I really want our listeners to understand the power of this model because you know the first part you and I just talked about was how do you move away from that you know that victim mentality uh and you know the kind of victim shows up in a lot of ways that's very acceptable when you say david, i mean for example, complaining
2: oh, yeah. Isn't that
3: we don't we love to do that uh, to a point
2: well, it's actually what i what I call the kinship of victimhood where we will um, collude with one another and and uh, get into one-upping one uh, one another and uh, how awful it is, uh, you know how. So you're absolutely right that that um, unfortunately we are a culture that tends to reinforce a problem focus and and uh, and complaining about what we don't want and what we don't like rather than. Uh, as we adopt a creator orientation we really put our focus on what we do want and what we do care about what we do love uh, and really expend our energy in service to creating the outcomes that we want and a very important part of being a creator is also choosing our response to the life circumstances that we we find ourselves in so it's both being able to go after what we want in life and to be able to choose our response to the hand were dealt, so to speak.
3: Right. So let's talk about, you know, what this process and how how this might work when we then move for a creator mindset. You talk about three roles. You know, what was that like for you?
2: Well, let me t- take one step back and describe the three roles that are in what I call mm-hmm. the DDD or the dreaded drama triangle. So I can then uh, talk about the, the shift into TED, the empowerment dynamic. So the the classic Cartman drama triangle, which I call the dreaded drama triangle in the TED work, is made up of the central role of victim that is reacting to a persecutor. And then as the dynamic between persecutor and, rescuer, or persecutor and victim gets set up, the, the, the victim either looks for or hopes for uh, a rescuer to come in and kind of save the day and, and fix things. And as it relates to diabetes or, frankly, any health challenge, what, what uh, typically happens, and it certainly was my experience and it's the experience of Joe in the, in the book, in the story, is that in receiving the diagnosis, we initially and understandably react to the diagnosis as a persecutor uh, from a victim place. And then what often happens is that we then turn to our doctor or to the medical profession in hopes that they'll be the rescuer. They'll just give us the magic fix or the pill or make it go away. And um, and unfortunately, uh, the the healthcare system very often kind of plays into that. But as we make a shift uh, into adopting a creator orientation, what we can then access are what I what I call the antidote to the DDT, the, the roles that that are the antidotes or the opposites of the uh, drama triangle roles, and so the basic shift is from victim to creator. And as a creator, again, I, I take responsibility for creating outcomes in my life and to choose my response to the uh, the disease or the, the challenge that I face. And rather than mm-hmm. reacting to the disease as a persecutor, I can now really engage it as a challenger. So the challenger is the, the antidote to the role of persecutor. And to really engage it from the standpoint of what has this come into my life to cause me to learn to grow to develop and also uh, as a creator it's still very appropriate in fact it, to me it's a uh, an act of uh, creation and an act of courage to seek support and so we seek the support of uh, as an uh, the antidote to the role of rescuers the role of coach and I literally uh, started talking to my doctor about uh, really wanting, uh, and it happens to be a he. Um, the doctor in the in the the story is Doctor Ted, who is a she. Um, but I started talking to my doctor about really at requesting that he be more of a coach, and when I needed, to kind of have my rear kicked uh, to also act as a challenger, um, but to really hold me as responsible and capable of really choosing my responses to my health condition
3: wow you know this is really sometimes we we are really i don't know about you but i got some great mentors my stepmom was you know right at the top uh when it comes to mentoring and one of the things that uh, that we always thought about as kids was you know we don't really need all that mentoring mom you know we, we didn't call it mentoring by the way we'd say you know what You're just in our face all the time. You know, you're challenging us all the time. Um, And I wanted to ask uh, you about this. I mean, do you think it's important to, you know, seek out another person, a third party, a coach, whatever that is, you know, any part of that for oneself so that we can actually get some help? Or do you think people can actually kind of do this thing alone?
2: You know, I I actually, I'm going to, to answer from a, a real big picture perspective, and then I'll then I'll I'll bring it back to health. But I actually uh, I actually firmly believe, from my own life experience, that we can't create anything on our own. That we are always in some sort of co-creative relationship with, whether it's other people or spirit or uh, you know forces seen and unseen, and that the image I always use is you know. If, If you see a a woodworker working in his or her basement seemingly alone, they're still working in collaboration with those who created the tools, who taught them how to do woodworking, et cetera. So that's a long way of saying I I think that uh, having some sort of community of support in the community can be one other person, like you say, whether it is a coach, um, and especially those who have uh, successfully Uh, and and in healthy ways responded to the same or similar situations that one faces. So I think that um, to really cultivate relationships in which we consciously and constructively challenge one another, that we support one another by uh, asking good coaching questions, uh, that we also learn to, um, uh, and one of the things a coach can really help us do, and sometimes a challenger, is to really be honest with ourselves about what it is that we're creating, how we're responding. And you know, language that, that I use a lot is that how important it is to tell the truth about our current reality. And we have a tendency, especially in the victim mindset, to deny, minimize, or, or to, to try to explain away current reality and to, to not really see it for what it is. And from a creator mindset, we And if we are responding to our, in this case, a disease or a health challenge from a greater standpoint, we actually want to learn what we, as much as we can about the condition that we face so that we can make appropriate choices. So getting support is absolutely critical.
3: Okay. I love this. When we come back, David, we're going to talk about baby steps, why, what does baby steps really mean? Honestly, David, I love that you use this in your model. Uh, we use that term baby steps, but i got to tell you, some of the baby steps have been equally difficult, if not more difficult, than some of the giant steps in life. But why are they so essential? What does it mean to take baby steps? You know, why is it we want to eat the whole enchilada instead of just favor each delicious moment? We're going to take a short break when we come back. How to savor those moments of accomplishment? those moments of results, those baby steps, which when you add them all up, turn out to be an incredible, epic result. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show and my very special guest, David Emerald. I was dealing with anxiety and depression and nothing seemed to help me. Then I started to work with Dr. Schaub's breakthrough program. In just a few sessions, he helped me to finally understand and heal the deeper root cause of my challenges. As a result, I feel more centered and confident than ever before. And now, I have the tools which will continue to support me throughout my life's journey. Dr. Schaub's approach has changed my life.
2: Hello, I'm Dr. Friedman Schaub, and I work with people across the globe to help them break through anxiety and depression and access their true potential. If you are ready to bring back confidence, joy, and meaning in your life, call us to schedule a free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. That's 866-903-6463. Or visit our website at cellularwisdom.com. That's cellularwisdom.com.
0: If you or anyone you love has a degenerative or bulging disc, you need to know the doctors at Wellness One of Bellevue and Eastgate. For bulging discs of the back and neck, they use the DRX-9000 Spinal Decompression Machine. It gently creates negative pressure on the specific degenerated disc that allows the body to naturally repair itself. No drugs and no surgery. The website is bellevue.wellnessone.net to learn more about spinal decompression at Wellness One of Bellevue and Eastgate. That's bellevue.wellnessone.net. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.
3: Everybody. welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. For more information about us or to get the lineup, sign up for our newsletter. Go to drpatlive.com or go to transformationtalkradio.com. And uh, we'd love, love, love to have you sign up for our newsletter. We're going to be doing some really, really cool things in the next couple of months, especially on Facebook. We want to make sure all of you are connected to us. Uh, we're in the process of developing an app, a telephone app for Transformation Talk Radio, and it's just really very exciting stepping into the technology of things. But as David Emerald just said to me, you know, showing up and being fully present. Da- David, thank you so much for joining us here today.
2: Oh, my pleasure. Um,
3: let's give out your information again and make sure people know how to get a copy of the book as well. Sure.
2: Well, the book is available on Amazon. It can be ordered through any bookstore, and the the, the website's uh you can either, uh, as you said, ted 4 .com, or you can go to .com slash diabetes. Both of those will get you to the information uh, about the book and um, all that's going to be coming from it.
3: I love it. Well, let's take a minute and, as I said before the break, the, the baby step thing. Honestly, you and I know how at least i know let me talk let me speak for myself right i know that it's been very tough sometimes to take those baby steps mm-hmm. very tough sometimes to take those baby steps but uh, you know i've had to learn that there is such absolutely essential information and learnings and teachings Tell us a little bit about why baby steps are so important, you know, in the model that you've created and in your own story.
2: Sure. Well, the the idea of baby steps uh is is the way that we move forward and that in in the Power of Ted work and Ted for Diabetes it's a, uh around harnessing what I call dynamic tension. Some people call it creative tension where which is really what I call the the uh, a three step dance, which is what do I want what's the focus what is it that I want to create In my case ho- optimal health second step is telling the truth about current reality which we were talking about before uh, before the break and then what we do is we engage that tension between what we want and what we have and then the third step is to begin to move from our current reality that we've told the truth about um, toward what it is that we want to create and we do that via baby steps and you know, it's it, sometimes I'm, I'm reminded of um, of the scene from uh, one of the Indiana Jones movies. I can't remember which one, but where Harrison Ford comes up to a, uh, a crevice and and he's he is so afraid to take the step because there's this chasm and his dad's on the other side of the chasm, and he finally, in faith, takes that baby step. And as he takes the baby step, all of a sudden. Uh, there is a ledger of support or actually a, a little bridge that emerges that he didn't know was there that he wouldn't have experienced had he not taken that baby step. And yet the the fear that we often feel or the anxiety that we feel um, as we prepare to take that step is something that we need to acknowledge and yet be able to move forward in the face of that anxiety. Here's what I want to say about baby steps, Dr. Patton, okay. yep. that I think is so important is that that every time we take a baby step from our current reality toward what we want to create, one of three things is going to happen. Either it's going to be forward progress, it's going to be exactly that, a baby step, and and what we had hoped for uh, happens. Sometimes we take a baby step and it ends up being a step back is what I call it. It's It's a mistake or it doesn't go the way we thought it would. But even that can be a valuable step because it brings us more information and it gives us input about what the next step might be. And then here's to me the the real kicker, is that the third possibility is you never know when a baby step is going to be a quantum leap or a breakthrough that would not have happened had you not taken that step. So for me and and, and the story of Joe in the, in the book, baby steps, as it relates to creating health in our lives, are the day-to-day little choices we make about... You know I, I have a hunger pain and a pang. do I reach for potato chips or do I reach for grapes? Um, you know, do I go for a walk or do I veg out in front of the TV? Uh, and it's those day-to-day little steps and and part of my story, which I already shared with you, was that I had that glorious day where uh, my baby step was to go get my blood work done, and it absolutely felt like a quantum leap and a breakthrough to get the lab results back saying. My blood sugar was normal for a non-diabetic. Wow.
3: I mean, you know, this is really sort of um, the gift in all of this. You know, we often talk about, David, we often talk about how some of the diseases and illnesses really are a gift. Now, I will tell you from my own point of view, I will tell you that... um, There have been moments where I absolutely did not agree with that statement Mm -hmm. in my own case, you know, especially on days where you have 95 percent pain in your body. But then you stop and you think and you say, wow, you know, what did that bring to me? Well, for me, it brought the radio uh, show to me and the network to me, because basically that was all I could do. Mm -hmm. What is the gift for you? What has this journey brought to the forefront for you? That you now can call a gift something that you would have never ever had
2: if you didn't have this experience. Well, for me, the, one of the main things is that I would not have been having the TED conversation in the context of health. And we all know that. And I'm not talking about the healthcare system per se, but we all know that health has become a huge issue in our country. And um, and I. And the gift of really getting clear about my responsibility for creating health in my life. And, you know, I think it's important to distinguish for some people that there's a difference between, there can be a difference between uh, healing and curing. And I, I had a conversation years ago with someone from hospice who said, you know, by the time somebody comes into hospice, we can't cure them, but we can help them heal. And mm-hmm. so the real gift to me is to realize that, that no matter the hand that I'm dealt, that I can experience some measure of health and well-being in, in uh, a creator response to uh, my life circumstances. And knowing that I've got that capability, we all have that capability, is a huge mm-hmm. gift. It's a huge gift.
3: It is a huge gift. David, as always, it's an honor and a pleasure. Thank you so much for bringing this conversation to the forefront. I want to thank you for joining us. David Emerald. everyone. Go to the website, tedfordiabetes.com. Thank you, David. Thank you so
2: much. Thank you, Pat. Thanks for the work that you're doing on the world.
3: Oh, my gosh. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. Benny, thank you again for another fabulous show. We'll see you next time on The Dr.
2: Pat Show.
1: Stay tuned. Transformation Talk Radio starts at the top of every hour. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, and I want to share something amazing with you. If you're sick of information and ready for an extreme transformation, then check out world-renowned energy healer Ann Taylor at FasterQuickerBetter.com. She's been creating miracles in tens of thousands of people's lives for over 16 years, and I'm one of those people. You too can easily do the same by simply listening to her recordings. If you want to miraculously eliminate fears, worries, and negative beliefs, then you owe it to yourself to purchase her amazing package, which includes over 50 pieces of healing work. Thanks to Anne's 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Hurry over to FasterBetterQuicker.com and finally experience the quantum leap in consciousness
5: that you truly deserve. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all, a healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404.
0: Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com.
6: Gratitude asks Sacred Space. Tell me, who are you? I would like to meet you and get to know you better. Gratitude responds, I am that which embraces each atom of your universe. I am that which makes your environment vibrate with very high frequency. I am that which attracts towards you all the hearts that you shelter. Wouldn't it be wonderful to allow yourself to bathe in the energy of your own sacred space every single day? Learn how to create your inner sacred space using our Essence of Gratitude Trio, which includes the Gratitude in Action, Actions of Gratitude book, our Essence of Gratitude journal, and our Bungie bookmark, all which emanate powerful vibrations that transform your life in health, creativity, wealth, and enriched relationships. Visit our Gratitude Living boutique at (laughs) explorationgratitude.com.
5: Oh! Aren't you tired of the same old negative vibes? Hey, Valerie, have you heard about TransformationTalkRadio.com? No, what's that? Dr. Pat is launching a new network. And she- Dr. Pat? Dr. Pat. How many hours is she going to be on? It won't be all Dr. Pat. She'll be joined by her friends, transformative hosts from around the globe. TransformationTalkRadio.com is a 24-7 network. 24 hours of Dr. Pat and her guests? No, 24 hours of Dr. Patner hosts. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Where's it going to be broadcast? You're going to be able to hear her in Seattle, Boston, Connecticut, New York, Rhode Island, on over 300 cable radio stations, and on the internet everywhere. Listen live at TransformationTalkRadio.com. Great, we should spread the word. Absolutely, spread the word. Go to TransformationTalkRadio.com.